1: Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I'm Ryan Belangi. joined on Fridays as usual by Jordan Cooper. Uh, Adam's taking a little break, you know, he's been working so hard with all the World Cup stuff. So I figure me and Jordan can handle this one. Jordan uh, got his fourth King of the
2: Pitch ticket the other day. Um, so it's been a good World Cup so far. How's it going, Jordan? You're burying the lead. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're still working at RotoWire, being that you binked the large field GPP twice in what five days and during the World Cup.
1: Uh, close. Today's uh, was the five fifty-five.
2: Okay, um, that wasn't the large field.
1: That wasn't the large large field, but they both had twenty k for first. So um, two two twenty k scores so far. Yeah, he- heck of a start to the World Cup.
2: Right. You, who who says you need goals in order in order to have a good time in the World Cup?
1: Right. I mean, what a slate especially today. Another slate with zero, 00 games, not much happening, not many floor points. I faded England and it worked out.
2: Yeah, I think that this was the slate. least entertaining game. I mean, truthfully, I I I no offense uh to to the, the other Americans, uh I fell asleep the last 25 minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, as
1: it was still good for the US, you know, to play England like that. And to be like sort of the more dominant team, creating better chances. I, you know, it was a, I don't know, pretty good game for the U.S., not for England. I agree. It was a bit boring. Um, would have been nice if we could have got a
2: goal, but. It doesn't yeah, change anything. I mean, essentially, the U.S. still have to beat Iran.
1: Yeah, so we still got a chance. I mean, I guess that's all you can ask for going into the last game. Now, this slate for Saturday. This slate, this um, slate is, is, is quite tough. It's quite tough. Um, So I'll let you break it down. We have uh, Argentina as the biggest favorite against Mexico, coming off a sort of a nightmare loss to Saudi Arabia in the last round. Um, Argentina has a 1.85 total. Um, And we have Poland against Saudi Arabia Poland struggled in that match with Mexico, but they got a good matchup here. One point six five total, about the same as France's total for their match with Denmark, which is another sort of tough spot. So I don't know, Jordan, how do you uh, how do you look at this slate?
2: Well, I mean, the, a a lot of these slates we've had like bigger favorites. Like when we say like Argentina is the biggest favorite, like that's just sixty two percent. Like none of these teams. <laughs> are more than a two to one favorite. So like even Saudi Arabia against Poland, it's like, Oh, Saudi Arabia sucks. It's like they're, 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 they're not even a three to two underdog. I mean, like, they, like these games are based on the betting lines expected to be closer. No matter, you know, Oh, France is much better than Denmark. Are they, are they really right? Argentina is much better than Mexico. Are they, are they really? So I think for, for GPPs, uh, everything everything is available to you i mean like you you have everything you you feel free to play there's, there's no team that's off limits completely and then for cash games uh the problem comes in in cash games is that you're probably gonna be i mean this applies to gpps you're but in definitely in cash games you're going probably going to be fading someone that you're scared to fade and you I mean, have at to. least one at least at one, least right? at least one but you're yeah. going to have to. And I'm not sure if I'm going to lean on macro strategy versus micro strategy in cash games. And we'll, we'll get to that as far as you typically are going to prefer favored sides. So when choosing between A and B that look very close, from a macro perspective, I prefer the favored side. But the underdog side may actually have the higher floor player by a point or two. So you have to kind of... We'll, yeah. we I mean, we'll, we'll get no. into, like, do you even... Dude, my a natural instinct is like, well, let me plug in a France forward, Lionel Messi, and then one of Zelensky or Ericsson. There are constructions where you don't play any France in your lineup. I yeah, mean, like, so, yeah, I just I want to add to
1: that just a little I think you're spot on like look at the USA match I mean Pulisic was by far the best floor play I mean not even close as an underdog now obviously England were bigger favorites but the point you mean about the, the point you made about these favorites not even you know who really knows um Wales played Iran this morning and Wales was a similar favorite to this and they were second best the entire match there's no way they should have been a favorite so yeah you can you're not really sure how these matches are going to go. So let's look for cash games. I guess, you know, we have Mbappe at 12k and we have Messi at 11.8. But also one of my main questions is Robert Lewandowski is 9,100. I was expecting him to be more than that. Uh, Minus 120 to score against Saudi Arabia. So what are you thinking in this top range?
2: I think, I mean, from, from my my natural instinct is to look for set-piece takers. So, like, I mean, I look at Griezmann at 9400 He's 2600 cheaper than Mbappe. Mbappe was on, you know, one side. Like, the, they're sharing set-piece responsibility. They're sharing, yeah. Right? I prefer Mbappe's ceiling to Griezmann's ceiling. But, I mean, you have to expect Griezmann to be on penalties also. So, like, he's got that as well. Uh but I don't know about spending twelve thousand in cash on Mbappe uh when I think between all of these I'd rather play Messi for Argentina and not have any type of doubt on on what's gonna happen. Messi is gonna be on everything for a team, truthfully, that they need to win. Like they don't need yep. to draw, they need to win. So they're going to be... I expect them to be much more attacking. I think the Argentina-Mexico game will be the most open game of the three. So I'm more likely to prioritize that game rather than, I think, the the, Fran- the, the Poland-Saudi Arabia game. Poland has the ability to really play down to their competition. So uh, I, Lewandowski at 9,100 do I need that goal dependent of a player in cash games, even though he's a minus minus one twenty to score? I don't know. I, 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 I prefer Griezmann over him for 300 more. If I'm already playing Messi in my lineup, regardless, like I prefer Griezmann over Lewandowski, but you know, from a goal odds perspective, I wouldn't call you nuts for playing Lewandowski. Just you're, 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 you're yeah. liable to get four points. I mean, like there's, there's, there's not a really a floor there. So that yeah that's so that's what I was going to ask and maybe I'm
1: maybe uh maybe I'm overrating it a bit. I was thinking that maybe maybe his floor maybe there's not that big of a difference between him and Griezmann's floor just in these specific matchups. I I don't know. I mean, not as big of a difference as you'd think. I, I No, I wouldn't. Like it's
2: a, not as big as you would think, but I still I still think Griezmann has has a higher floor. Yeah, as I do too. Old.
1: So I agree with you, Messi. Yeah, I, I prefer Messi up top. Um, the one thing, just just to note, and I'll check on this, but I had a feeling that Mbappe was taking pens now. But again, I'll I'll, I'll, ch- I'll check on that. I'm not sure. It do- doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. Is
2: there a construction, though, that you could fit both Mbappe no. and Messi in? No. no,
1: no, 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 no. I don't think I mean, so. there is. I don't think right. it's right. possible. Right. I just, yeah, I just doesn't seem like the slate to pay 12 K for an Mbappe, for Mbappe. i not against Denmark. Just, just doesn't make sense at that price. Would you be um, opposed?
2: I I've seen, I've looked through some constructions. Obviously we're going over the slate with the pricing that, you know, just recently came out. I wouldn't be opposed in cash cans to playing Dembele at 8,000.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be either. I was looking at that. Um, I think he's probably the cheapest I'd go though. I don't doesn't seem yeah, like Yeah, there, there's not
2: there's nothing. I mean, there is you ain't doing the dinky do. No. Like there, there's nothing here. I mean, but you also have you also have guys like uh like do you do you consider Angle Di Maria at 8900 to be cash viable? If you think Dembele is cash viable, you have to think Di Maria essentially you're you're paying for that non Set piece taking winger that's going to be involved in a lot of the attack. And honestly, maybe if you have the 900 going back to that macro, I prefer the heavily attacking team that needs to win. I don't think Di Maria, I, I don't think Di Maria comes off the field unless they're, they're up. Like, I think yeah. Argentina, like, are these Argentina guys. Like, Dembele could come off at 75 minutes, 60 minutes. I mean, Coman could come on at any time. Di Maria, yeah. just that you, have, you um, have to spend another 900, and I don't know if you be, are able to find the 900.
1: Yeah, And then at that uh, point, if
2: you're playing Di Maria, why don't you play Lewandowski or, or Griezmann?
1: <laughs> yeah, you can keep doing that all the way up to Griezmann. You're right. Um, I don't mind Di Maria. I would have liked him more had I not seen the Saudi Arabia game. I don't want to think about that too much, but Di Maria had one floor point at halftime, and then um, like he was pretty much invisible. Um, and then they sort of panicked a little, obviously when they went down, and he put up all these floor points in the second half. Um, I don't know. I, I I do agree though that that's probably going to be the most open of the games. So yeah, if I could get up to Di Maria over Dembele, I would, but. I would almost rather I would almost rather roster Lewandowski over Di Maria, if only because he's going to be popular and the floor is not even that much different. Well, it's different, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Jordan. Somehow, some somehow, I've turned into this guy that rosters these forwards sometimes, these goal dependent guys when they're an okay price.
2: Well, sometimes you have to. Sometimes there's no there's no other option that you like. the The thing is, is that, uh when in doubt go with the person that could win you, that could win you the slate. Yeah. Rather than one, like if you, if it's close enough, if you're, if you are particularly saying I'm trying to decide between Griezmann and Lewandowski, I think it's real close. Well, which one's more likely to score a hat trick? Right. Well, it's Lewandowski. So like, then you're, you're going to, you a lot of times you're going to be stuck there with a four or five. But there are going to be other times where you're sitting there with 38 points and if Griezmann is three times more owned than Lewandowski, you just simply win all of your double-ups and head-to-heads just outright. No matter what the... You could have gotten a defender wrong, a goalkeeper is minus four points, and you still won. So I can never blame someone like that. I don't particularly go out of my way to play guys that don't have ceilings at forward regardless like i i don't right. like even when we dinky do like i'm not playing a guy like i'm not going to sacrifice it's like oh let's play this 5600 hundred dollar guy because he has a five point floor versus the eight thousand dollar guy that has a three point floor but a 30 point ceiling it's like i'll sacrifice two points of floor for the upside at ceiling we, we ain't doing right. that here i mean we, we ain't talking about you know playing Papu gomez we ain't talking about playing scov olsen at 6500 we ain't talking about you know You know, anything on the bottom over here, it's like, oh, look, Scott Olson historically has a higher floor than some of these other players. It's like, good (laughs) luck spending $6,500 for him in your forward spot and get Yes. He's more likely to get six points for you. You're absolutely right. but He's also less likely to get you 20. No, I agree. This is okay. Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, this is the last, the last point I'll make about Griezmann. Um, the matchup they just had against Australia is one of the best in the tournament. This matchup against Denmark is a tough one. We just saw, we just saw KDB's low floor. We just saw uh, Bruno Fernandez's low floor. We just saw Trippier and Shaw do nothing. Uh, we just saw Cody Gakpo do nothing. Um, we see these matches that, where just not a lot happens, and I don't see France just bombarding Denmark and picking up a lot of floor points, and Griezmann doesn't have a monopoly anymore. Just – just, it's kind of the reason why I'm not super excited about it or at least considering uh, a Lewandowski.
2: But, uh, I'm still, I'm still yeah. tilted over Bruno. Yeah, he got there. He, I he got there. Dude, I didn't claim – I <laughs> did not play. I played Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> I saw it. I, was, I wanted to
1: ask you about the Ronaldo play.
2: No, I, did at you, the point it's you more valuable to forward – uh, with Raff, with Rafa Guerrero in there, and so this is what this is how I viewed it. I said, like, okay, here's a nine thousand dollar midfielder. I it requires me to punt at forward, and I could have if Jordan Ayew was in the game, but he wasn't. And then I'm sitting there going, Bruno Fernandez is most likely going to be over right sided indirects and corners. Left sided indirects and corners are going to be Rafa Guerrero and the free kicks are going to be Cristiano Ronaldo. So it's like, how much do I value just half of the indirects? Yeah, it's not I to think get he's- free kicks. So I'm like, why am I paying nine thousand dollars in a midfield spot where I could find other people in midfield, but at forward, I really can't find anyone. And then you obviously there's more penalty penalties called in the World Cup. So like let me just fill my forward spot with the guy that shoots the most. Let me just got the guy that has the free kick. Like, give me the direct free kicks over the just the right side one half of the whatever. And that's why I did that. And then, of course, Bruno gets there with two assists. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you play at second forward today? Uh, second forward today, I played. Oh, I played uh, Diada and Gakpo. Okay.
1: Yeah, it seems like most people, yeah. I was one of the only ones that played Pulisic. Yeah,
2: I thought that was a bad play. <laughs> I
1: don't know if it was.
2: <laughs> well, I mean it, um, ju- it ju- I mean what yeah. what that did means that you could only play one of the England fullbacks and you got But it. I mean look look what happened with them. Okay. I'm not I'm from but a I, macro standpoint, you, you probably I mean, I, right. well, I played I a three defender that... build and I'm sitting there and and you're you're, you're sitting I'm like I'm looking at your no, no,
3: cash no, but, line. I'm going, but what I happened? played
2: Jake, but I played Jacobs. I mean, he was a lock. He was a lock. I thought so. I mean,
1: and then okay. He well, you got, He got especially. the assist. There you
3: go.
2: There, well, <laughs> welcome to assist. And he came off at what? The 70th minute. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I just wasn't excited about 7,700 for Trippier in a spot where I didn't think he had much of a floor. Um, and I people were really underrating Pulisic's Stich's I actually think I actually thought the game was going to go similar to similarly to how it went most of the time. But
2: anyways, uh, um, forward for, for G. Before we get to midfield, uh, it's obvious who the best forward GPP play is, and that's Olivier Giroud because he's going to be the odd man out because people are going to play other France players. They're going to play Lewandowski. I mean, like. Like I think more, more people will play Latara Martinez at 7600 to go down. I yeah. think he'll, I think it'll be popular in GPP Martinez, and you know the guy that the guy that actually scores goals for France. People don't like yeah. Giroud. He's nope. horrible for DFS if he doesn't score. Like I'm not saying uh, that I'm because... excited to play Giroud, but it's from an ownership no, no, perspective. No, no. I think you're I think you're spot on.
1: I mean, he just he was in my winning lineup. That won twenty k on the last slate at seventeen or 18 percent or whatever he was, and that was in a great spot. I mean, yeah, this no one's really going to have him in this spot. I agree. Yeah, one is, of the better is, tournament
2: plays. Here, here, here's a question: at that, that the price decrease at seventy six hundred is Lataro viable for cash games? If you wanted to pay up at more spots in the rest of your lineup. Where because I'm looking at that like plus 180 goal scoring odds, ain't that that different from Mbappe at plus 150? Of course, Mbappe has some set piece take set pieces, but like Griezmann is plus 230 to score with half the set pieces. Like, why yeah, not? Why I, not Lataro Martinez? I think you're right. Actually, if yeah, I mean he's probably
1: more viable than Dembele actually.
2: Right. I mean, he yeah. has a lower floor than the but he has much higher goal scoring odds. Yeah. And, and I think with, with Argentina, I still think they're going to, they're going to keep out all their, they're going to keep in all their best players until the game is at hand. They may, you know, dump some of their, you know, you, you get, uh, you know, they take off uh, uh, Rodrigo de Paul or they take off, you know, a, 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 a Molina or something. And they put in another attacker like, uh, like tag, uh Acuna comes in do you, I mean yep. we'll get to defender I'm not sure if, uh, if Acuna starts or they they stay with Tagliafico mm-hmm. uh but I mean I just have to assume that the front line of Di Maria you know Messi Martinez like until they're up by two goals like they're gonna they're gonna play the whole game
1: yeah no I agree that's a good call on the uh And again, I'm going to keep saying it. I think his floor is actually close to Dembele's. The matchup edge for Argentina and the tough matchup for Dembele. And I think Dembele's probably got a little less expected minutes. Um, So, yeah, I like that Martinez idea if you need it. The hardest decision on the
2: slate is midfield. Yeah. The hardest decision, Um, I mean, because I don't believe you could play both of them, is do you play Zelensky or do you play Eriksson? And to, to bring back my macro point from earlier, <laughs> Zelensky is on the favored side against Saudi Arabia, while Eriksson is on the underdog side against France. But truthfully, Eriksson would have a higher floor. But I'm I'm more concerned is this the Denmark uh, formation? Like if Damsgaard's in. If, I mean, if, I mean, is Ericsson playing, not playing a 10 role? He's playing more of a, like he's next side by side with another holding midfielder. So yes, he's going to play box to box, but his open play value may actually be a bit diminished if they have like Skov in, where it's not just yeah. two center backs, when it's not just two center forwards, when they're playing, like, Skov Olsen ain't playing as centrally, he's playing wide which means they're going to have to have another wide player on the other side of Dahlberg. And that means that Eriksson has to kind of slot back a little further. And yeah, sure. He takes literally everything, all the set pieces and everything for Denmark. But I mean, Zelensky takes like most of, I mean, like I guess yeah. Zamansky once in a blue moon, but I mean, I Zelinski's role in th- their formation with Krakowiak behind him is more advanced than, I mean, I mean, a lot of times Zelensky is playing almost like underneath Lewandowski, like side to side over there. So from a macro perspective, as well as a like looking at the formation type of perspective, I, is it weird for me to say, I know it's Erickson at 7,200 is like.
1: It's not weird. No, you can, you can stop. I mean, you nailed it. I think that ab- Perfect breakdown of the whole situation. Yeah, I think you go with Zielinski. I agree.
2: Um, can you play a lineup Erickson, with both, like, like the, the it, You can play a lineup with both of them, but you have to play like Dembele or Lataro, and then you still have to yeah. punt at like, like two defender yeah. spots.
1: You know, Jordan, with with Delaney out, and if Erickson's playing in that in that role next to Hoiberg. Yeah, I think that's a pretty big downgrade to his open play value. Um, so I, I'd be I'd be comfortable enough without him in cash. I, I wouldn't mind him in cash. Seventy two hundred is still a good price tag for a guy who takes all the sets on a pretty good team. But I'm fine with fading him. And I and I agree
2: that Zielinski is is the better option. Would they put in another defensive? I mean, like Damsgard ain't like Hoiberg no. is definitely really not a def- not a destroyer type. So do you right. think that? This setup is going to be more like Hoiberg and Erickson will be in set with dams in front. And if that's the case, essentially now you're playing Joe Matina. Now you are now you're playing like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying in the grand piece monopoly taker who is playing really a more defensive midfield role than he would normally play without Delaney there.
1: Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I think you're right. I think we're definitely gonna have to watch for that formation. Like, Maybe, maybe Christian Norgard could come in and play in Delaney's role, and then Erickson could be in you know his normal role. Um, so yeah, that's important to monitor for sure.
2: But are those the um, only two like pay up midfielders? I mean, yeah. Like
1: who else would it be? Yeah, I wasn't considering anyone else. I don't think.
2: Um, and you could play, but like like I said, you, there are lineups where you can play both, but I'm not a big fan of them. Where you play Erickson and Zelensky. yeah but you kind yeah, of have, a big, you kind of like it's hard to play messi in that lineup it's like you're playing griezmann you're playing like like a griezmann lewandowski type of lineup or griezmann latoro martinez type of lineup and i think once we get to defender we'll find that i don't think there's really much to like to pay up for yeah i agree um
1: so then what are you looking at for second midfielder
2: Louis Chavez at five thousand.
1: Yeah, I can get behind that for sure. Splitting set pieces, had a good game last time. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
2: I'm looking he's at pretty... i'm look I'm looking at him, and even for like a, like a utility spot or a midfield like Zalewski. Mm-hmm. For Poland, because he tech. I mean, he's thirty nine hundred, but he's going to play as a wing back. So, like at thirty nine hundred, that ain't bad for a uh, you know a more attacking player. I mean, he's just going to be no. on the other side of Matty Cash.
1: Yeah, um, definitely worrying that he got subbed at forty-five minutes, but they weren't playing very well. Um, I actually like when I was just messing around. I could go all the way down to like I was considering Zeluski too, but I just figured I can go all the way down to Edson Alvarez if you need it for three thousand two hundred. I don't know if it if it fits you everything. I mean, he doesn't seem that much worse than
2: Zeluski. Well, I mean, but but the point the point that with Zeluski though is that. If, if Zalewski is not in, I mean, Berezinski is the same price. And yeah. if, like, obviously, Berezinski, when they play in a, in a 3-4-3 or whatever format, 3-4-1-2-2-1, whatever they do, yeah. like, Berezinski is going to play as a center back. But let's say they mm-hmm. play with a four-man back line. Like, now Berezinski is a fullback. And Zalewski no, I know, wouldn't but, be in.
1: Right, but it was the same. No, I mean, but the same formation... Zalewski was on the wing last time. I just mean, you know, he scored one point in 45 minutes. Yeah, well, Poland sucked. Yeah, I know. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying, so right. if you're, I was considering Zalewski and he sucks and Poland sucks and he's going to get subbed. I mean, Edson Alvarez for 3,200 can't be the worst. Truthfully, I, truthfully,
2: I almost prefer Krakowiak.
1: Sure. I, yeah, I guess I mean any of these guys. I don't even mean to say Edson Alvarez. I just didn't see anyone else down here. Um, yeah, I
2: think you can punt here. I don't know. Is there, is there any world in cash where you even play Aldoussari at 6,300? I don't think so. Honestly, I was thinking about that. But how do you play? But the thing is, is that any lineup that you play him in, like, that, you have you probably want to play at least one of Zelensky or Erickson, and then you get into that same issue of, if you're playing Aldasari at 6,300, find the 700 to get up to Zelensky or Erickson anyway like you still have to sacrifice to play Aldasari with one of Zelensky or Eriksson meaning you're not playing Messi or you have to play Lotara Martinez or you have to you know you you have to get off some type of thing and I don't if I were to get off that type of construction I would just play Zelensky and Eriksson together
1: yeah um Al- Aldasari or whatever his name is yeah I, I just don't um I'm not sure how to predict that match. Like, I don't know, you know, no Poland. Like, it, if it was going to be where it's, like, even, you know, we saw Mexico had most of the floor points against Poland. Obviously, Mexico is way better than Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I just – I don't want to pay that price, um, I guess. I'm just thinking of Iran just dominating Wales this morning. But, again, this is different. This is a little different than that, too. Um, anyways, I was even thinking about, like – Rodrigo DePaul, I mean, if you're considering Al Dasari or whatever, DePaul doesn't seem that much different.
2: Right. I mean, I'd still, I'd prefer the Argentinian players.
1: Yeah. And um, I wanted to throw in DePaul. DePaul took a corner and lined up over another one, um, you know, because Messi and Di Maria are both left-footed. So DePaul is going to steal one or two here and there.
2: Is there anything else that, at midfield that no. is viable at all? No,
1: I mean Rabio won me all the money, but that's a tournament play only. Right. Um no, nothing not nothing else. I I don't see.
2: At the def- defender. Uh. <laughs> do you do, I mean I, I see no reason in cash games to to play Theo Hernandez at sixty two hundred. No, nah, I don't no, I don't either. No. And then and then even if you like Acuna... You wouldn't. He's in the final game, and you don't even know if he's going to start. I, I play. I yeah. have no problem paying up fifty one hundred for Acuna if I knew he was starting. No, I neither mean, me because
1: yeah, he he'd probably take sets, maybe corners over Messi even on one of those sides. So, um, but yeah, you won't you won't know unless we get a leaked lineup, and that it'll be too hu- too tough to plan for that fifty one hundred there. I think.
2: Right, because most like most likely. You'll have spot. I mean, like if you're playing, like yeah, if you have Chavez, and, right? You know, um, yeah, if you, if you have Chavez in your utility spot and a 100 left, who would you rather play, Acuna? Or- I was just
1: gonna say that. I don't know what would you
2: even what would you even do there. I don't know. I, I might feel safer with Chavez. I don't know. Well, if you knew Acuna was in, I mean, I, I would have to think Acuna as a defender with clean sheet equity on the favored side. Yeah, with possible yeah, okay. half the set piece takers. I'd I'd prefer that. Yeah. I prefer getting all of Argentina's production than one yeah, half just, of Mexico's.
1: Sure. Um, yeah, you know, just to play devil's advocate, I'd, I'd be a little worried about Tagliafico coming on for him, the same sub that happened last game. You know, if Chavez is going to play 90 minutes in half the set, sets, it seems right. okay. Well, that also, um, that also
2: means playing, even if you play Tagliafico in cash, you have to be worried about him.
1: Yeah, that's why I was like Tagliacozzi's price is pretty good, so I was considering him, but there's risk there. I mean, I think if they went up early, you could see him stay in and just ride it out. But if they struggle at all, he's going to get subbed again.
2: Defender, I mean, though. I mean, I'm, I'm more. I'm. I'm. Maybe I'm a glutton for punishment, but I'm. I'm fine. Going back to Matty Cash.
1: <laughs> I think I am too. I think I am too. Look we I said it a bunch of times Poland were really bad against Mexico and yeah like cash wasn't getting forward at all but it wasn't his fault um you just hope that Poland isn't that bad against Saudi Arabia and they shouldn't be i mean you got to think Poland will create more chances and get forward more i mean that was a bad performance overall. Um, yeah, Cash's price is good. I mean, if he's on the wing, this is a good spot. I want to roster him against Saudi
2: Arabia. And then cheap one. I think I think if you're going to play two expensive forwards, you're going to have to basically punt one defender mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. I think the, the defenders that you'd be punting with would either be Kanate at 3,300... Romero at 3,200 or Glick at 2,900. Like that gives yep, you the, those most, the Basically, you're you're playing the cheaper center back of the of the favorite teams between the pairing because obviously Upa Meccano is 4,500, so you you ain't doing that. And then then you got uh, you got Otamendi's 4,100, and then Kiwiar... I mean, I don't even know what his price is, but I mean I'd much rather he's thirty five hundred. And truthfully, Glick is more of a threat on set pieces anyway. So I'd prefer the Glick side. Just like I'd prefer the Otamendi side for headers to Romero, they'll both be up there, but I prefer Otamendi, but the price difference is nine hundred. It's not I mean, I'm not gonna spend four K on a center back. I'm the whole point is to play a three K level player. Uh so I mean Is do do you have any take between those three guys other than just whatever money you have left? If if it's Kanate, play Kanate. If it's thirty three hundred, play Kanate. If it's thirty two hundred, play Romero. If it's twenty nine hundred, play Glick. Is there? Pretty much, yeah. I mean,
1: no, no. I mean, if they were all the same price, Glick would be the last one I would choose. But since he's twenty nine hundred. Yeah, like you, you, may be the best option if if that's if you need that few hundred. Yeah, they're they're all they're all fine. They're all they're all about the same. Um, you know, I'm looking at this lineup and it's not leaving me what I want at the flex. What goalie are you thinking? What are we thinking about doing at goalie?
2: I think I I dude, I think you could play play wherever you want.
1: I kind of do too. Like I'm just you know, I'm just looking because you know. There's these constructions like I'd be perfectly fine with playing cash versus Michael, or even all the way down to Ochoa. But, um, you know, that extra fifteen hundred or seventeen hundred between the top goalies and the bottom goalies, it
2: might not get you very much. Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at the lineup that I have in right now. And um, even if I mean, I, I'm still more likely to play a favored yeah, I know. So, okay. I, it, I, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, the thing is, in cash because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my phone right now, is that <coughs> there are dead zones in pricing. Yeah. So it's like what ends up happening is that like if you already have let's say Chavez, Zelensky, and some three K, like some three K guy or something like that, and you already have the punt defender, and you're paying up twice at forward. Going from like Chesney down to Schmeichel, the 1400, where does it get? It gets you up from a 3K defender to a $4,300 defender, which doesn't matter to me, which gets you up from a a 4K, a a, a 3,600 level midfielder up to a 5K guy, but you already have Chavez in your lineup and you're like, what fits there? Like that could be Acuna if you knew he was in, right? So you could play something like Chavez, Zolinski, Acuna, the problem is, is that if Cunha's not in, you know, you're basically wasting money in that spot, because you're, you're going to go down to Taglifico who may still come off at 45 minutes. So like, I don't know if that's optimal. Uh, the only way to avoid that range in those types of constructions is to not play double pay up forward and then go down at, at goalkeeper. And then that's the lineup where you play like Erickson and, Zelensky together because you have to go all the way like even Rodrigo DePaul is kind of in like a dead zone where Yeah you're probably not playing DePaul and Chavez together because you just don't have the salary to do that unless you go down at one forward spot, which you're probably not doing anyway.
1: Right, unless you play like yeah, unless unless you play like Ochoa. But yeah, I don't think you want to do that. You're right. I mean I, I keep trying to get off like Zaluski, but like getting to 5k or 50 300 I mean it doesn't really it does nothing for you actually. Right you're, that's the, right, right. I was like, like
2: it no it would un- do something for you if you knew Cunha was in cuz then you could move Chavez into you can you can now play right. two midfielders and three defenders. That would be the move yeah because you
1: can get right to that 5k range so you know maybe we'll get a leaked lineup. Um but oh, right yeah, now, I, I get, right yeah. now
2: I got Lloris in my lineup. But I mean, essentially, that could be any of the favorite. I, I could I, I could switch one guy out with no issue and get up to get up to Martinez. I could play Chesney. Yep. I mean, I could play anyone. But it's most likely like Lloris, I don't mind because if I'm not playing Erickson, it's like okay. At least my lineup is you know correlated, if it matters.
1: Yeah, I was just seeing what I could get if I go down to Litaro. But, yeah. Is it a lot
2: that Chavez starts? Are we going to no. get into an issue where where Chavez doesn't even start and Acuna doesn't start and you're sitting there with a the 5K guy going, what the hell do I do now? Well, you know what you do then is maybe you play Romero as the punt. Right, so you have some optionality. So you could go, yeah, that that isn't that bad. Like if you play Romero as the punt, yeah, like yeah, no, I I see that type of line. We play Romero as the punt. So worst case, like if you see Acuna in, it gives you the opportunity to play Acuna in a defender spot, and then you could play. I mean, feel free to punt at your utility with Edson Alvarez or something. I mean, like because the right. difference between Camille Glick and Edson Alvarez ain't all that. I mean, whatever it is, whatever. I mean, it yeah,
1: is. I see a lineup where you could, you could actually, you could do so much. I mean, it just makes. And then so if you're if you're real and
2: if you're really behind, <laughs> now you have the option to switch off a of Messi. Like you take out Messi and you put in Di Maria. Well,
1: what if you just like what if you play Messi and Lataro, and then you you also you could switch. You would have Lataro to be able to switch as well. You could right, like, to, then get up to, to Di, Di Maria. Maria or
2: even Vega, or you know you could do a lot of stuff. I think in GPP, mm-hmm. I mean, my favorite game on the slate for GPP is the is the last game, Argentina Mexico.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, me too. I think I think the, uh, my the sec- over the
2: overown game is
1: going to be France Denmark. Okay, good. I'm glad you say that because my second favorite spot is the same thing I did today. It's not quite as good of a spot, but stacking the early game. So like, Poland win three nothing type of stack or Poland score three goals type of stack. I'm I'm considering something like that as well. But yeah, I agree. the The last game is, is the one I like the most.
2: And I think for the price, I think France is is overpriced for this matchup.
1: I do too. Yep, I'm with you. Um, but also, I'm it's going to be
2: scary. It's going to be scary as hell if you're going in with no France and no Ericsson, yeah. and you're sitting yeah. there going, I, "I hope
1: this is zero 0 <laughs> No, trust me. I know. I went in. Yep, I went in with zero England today. Very scared. Going. I. Oh, I hope this is 0-0. Zero, zero sometimes it works out yeah okay I think uh, I think that about covers it um, yeah uh,
3: Just
1: yeah um, keep an eye you know we could just could see the Poland lineup change after that game they have a couple cheapish attackers um, but yeah okay I think that covers it um, any,
2: any anything else, Jordan? No, I, I mean, I, I I think we covered all the, the the main things. I mean, this is three games. We we right,
1: yeah. I, I mean, mean you it, can it, go it, through it, it pretty it, quickly.
2: Right, I I think if if you're if you're looking for the the cheap goal, I mean, you're gonna have to get it in like sixty five minutes. But Casper Dahlberg's down to fifty four hundred, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not convinced that France could keep a clean sheet.
1: No, I'm not either. And yeah, maybe maybe
2: Braithwaite gets a start at five K. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's the The problem good shout with those out. Denmark players is that you know that like you they have like whoever whoever they start, they have like a carbon copy of every single player in their oh, front line on they the They do, Jordan. They do and
1: and they play or same team and they use subs the same way and the guys they start are always going to get subbed early and the guys on the bench are always going to come in and they have a bunch of attackers on the bench who are all waiting
2: to get minutes so yeah Denmark Denmark's a nightmare um
1: <laughs> right, most, right most, have-
2: and most likely most likely like Molly and 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 Erickson and the center back so like the one okay they they're going to play the whole game but it's like they're sitting there with Brathwaite and Paulson And Jonas Wind, I mean, and Cornelius, and just sitting there going, "What's the difference between Cornelius and Dolberg? Nothing. What's the difference Mm -hmm. between Paulson and and (laughs) Nothing. What's the right? Wind is it? Like truthfully, I think he's the best. I think truthfully, I think they should be starting Jonas Wind over Dolberg. Yeah, it's weird. He was first choice for a while, and then uh, I, I don't know what happened.
1: Anyway, yeah anyway okay cool uh me and i will be back tomorrow with adam um probably later on around this time again we'll see
2: um i have a question for you if you if you know yeah i I don't think you do because i don't what the hell is the mega group stage they listed as as 12 one it's weird to me that they they're listing on the tickets because I've been collecting these for God knows how long as a five fifty five contest on December first, which is weird. Why wouldn't they put it on a USA slate? Because then you know they get much more participation when the U S plays. And basically, I've won all these tickets without having any clue what the hell this contest even is. <laughs> I'm assuming so- it's a it's a it's a it's a super five fifty five like. Instead of it being a hundred and thirty-four man five fifty-five, it's like a thousand man. I mean, five fifty-five. That, that like would be incredible. A first or something like that would be incredible. I, I know. They, I, I they wish I knew. Satellite. I mean, Brian, they've been running these satellites in all sports for like four months.
1: Man, yeah, I've been meaning to ask you this because I keep seeing everybody talk about this and like. I haven't played any. I I just I have never really looked for that stuff. Have they been like? Do they overlay and stuff? I mean, everybody's yeah, no, getting no, these in NFL out. they
2: do in NFL. They're running like seven, basically running seven man ninety dollars t- satellites. Right. No, but I guess
1: my question is, like, if if not for overlay, like, why do you enter them?
2: Because of oh, I mean that's the main reason why I and right, also yeah. If, I'm entering I them. Mean, I like the overlay was uh, most of the tickets that I won have been in NFL because I'm playing, you know, I put my cash uh, yeah. line up in and it's like three out of seven, four out of seven. So I play soccer. So, Give it to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, and I, I didn't mean you specifically. I just always think, well, why would you play this contest for a ticket? Just play a contest for money. Or like, if you're gonna buy into that tournament, anyways,
2: right? But I mean, I, um, maybe. No, I, I know, I know. I
1: I don't right. mean you specifically. I just mean because oftentimes I like I feel like I'm leaving a lot of stuff on the table by not looking for the overlay out there. I see I see those ticket contests overlaying a lot, and I feel like right, I'm all you need out. is
2: one person gone, and it's all it's overlay. Yep. If it runs yep. a six out of seven, it's plus EV. So like. If I see five out of seven, I'm in, right? You know, oh yeah, you're absolutely
1: long. right. Yeah. I, I need to start paying attention to that stuff.
2: I just cool. didn't know what the hell the, the fact that I'm I'm getting all these tickets to a contest that I
1: don't know, either, I'm, but it's I'm, gotta I'm, be I'm
2: sitting I'm sitting with ten thousand dollars <laughs> worth of tickets, and I'm like, it's gotta be a good contest. It's gonna be a big contest. Yeah, I think um, I have twelve I think I have twelve tickets. I twelve in a five fifty five? Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, I've been winning these All in right. NFL because I just you know yeah, it's three nice. out of seven, I... four out of seven, and just put yeah. cash, throw the lineup in, and they may they may run shit. two or three on an NFL slate, and I'd like okay, I'll win three at once. Okay, give it to me. And... Yeah, man, I wish I had twelve tickets to that tournament. Holy shit! Right. Well, that's why that's why I was asking. It's like
1: I don't know what. Yeah, this no, the... you're dude, you're smarter than me. You're better at chasing the value than me. I got to start looking for that stuff. All right. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks to Jordan. Um, good luck, everybody.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.